for a second. I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, This is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Sun. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> in. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you. What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Barry Stump. Son of a son of a son of a son of a gun. You thought I was going to say son of a bitch, didn't you? And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. It's time. For the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. December 13th, 2014, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And today, this is the time everybody chimes in for the best of this, the best of that. Uh, So is what they call the Bible of the cigar industry. Some people do call it that. It's Cigar Aficionado. And they are coming out with their top picks Next week, so the Cigar Authority thought we would peek into our crystal ball and give our best guesses, not what we think is the best, but what they think is the best. With us is Victor Vitale from Legacy Brands, and so is Old Fart Freddy, Gentleman Chuck Morris, and we got lots of cigar news and more. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. I don't think that's the way you're supposed to use your balls. No? Crystal. Boom, boom, ching. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and perhaps the world that is always broadcast on location this week, high atop the Tortuga headquarters. Is that possible? Can we be that? Sure. All right, just for the day. We're the Tortuga headquarters <laughs> for the day for by uh, Legacy Brands, by the way, and we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time, simply find us on iTunes or YouTube, where you can set it and forget it on both. And Victor Vitale is with us from Legacy Brands. Victor Vitale has probably been a guest on the Cigar Authority in the past five years, more than anyone, and he was actually the first guest. So everybody's been chasing him all these years, and here you are again. 
adding another time to it. How many times? A lot of times. I don't know. I lost count. I, at least a dozen, I think. You are the who, who is somebody that's always a jo- guest? Joan host? Rivers was Joan. always a guest on Johnny Carson. Yeah, so was he the most is Joan Rivers. Oh, You're the so, Joan Rivers so of the, thank you. Of the <laughs> no problem. I was, think, I was thinking Saturday Night Live, like Alex Steve, Baldwin or Steve Martin. Or Early something. on, yeah yeah, 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 was the most. Well, whatever. Alec Baldwin. Let's Glenn go, Gary. Alec Baldwin. Glenn Gary. Yeah, yeah Glenn exactly. Gary and the rest. There we go. So uh, Victor brings us in advance, which is what the greatest thing is, is cigars that people haven't had before because it's not even out yet. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. So what do we have here? You have the Tortuga Reserve of Connecticut. It'll be launched in January. Now, in is this January. the Tortuga Reserve of Cedro, Connecticut? Or has the Cedro been left off of this one? Well, the Cedar will be on there along with the, uh, the paper wrap that lets you know that it's a Connecticut. Yeah, you can look at it and know it's a Connecticut, but uh, <laughs> cedar around a Connecticut shade is actually going to really drive in a cedary taste to it, is going to be my guess. Kind of a big ring gauge here. I, what do we have? I can smell the cedar coming so, off uh, of it. 56. 56, yeah. 56. And coming out in January, where a lot of people come out in usually um, July and August of their new cigars, you have chose to come out the beginning of the year of a beginning of a new cigar. Yeah. Which makes all the sense in the world, but people don't do it. Well, you would think. I mean, uh, you know, it's a new year. Yeah, uh, and it's a new uh, cigar. You know, yeah. Why not? And uh, you got a whole year to, to wow people with it. And by the time you show up at the trade show with it, it's going to be old news, but it's still going to be a new cigar. Yeah. Unless you're going to come out with something on top of that. Something else. I'm working on something else. Plus, you know, line extensions, so an additional size here and there. This will come in three sizes initially in January. Okay. So this is a 54, you said? This is a 54, uh, 56. 56. Would this be the Toro? This would be the Toro in, out of the three, yes. And it, does it have some sort of goofy name like your other ones do? Because you don't call anything a Toro. Uh, is it, it the you know, Alba? I'm going to leave that to a surprise for you. Why don't you, why don't you go that's, with some sort a, of... That's uh, a yes. Where's my bell? Give me that bell. That's a yes. It's going to be a weird name to this. You can't just go with regular standard names no, so no. that I can say to somebody when I'm selling it, oh, you're a Toro smoker. Here, oh, smoke I, this. I, I, want, I, want you I, I can see it right here exactly what it is. Look at next I, to Mr. Jonathan's head. I want this you to possibly actually forget. modeled after Mr. Jonathan's crown. Kind of, ah, yeah, look at that. This is the MJC, Mr. Jonathan crown. Oh, you know what? Mine has the Ooh, bump, That's too. a good one. Yeah? I want to use that. Can okay, I use that? You got it. You pay a royalty? No royalty. No royalty, no. <laughs> the MJC, the Mr. Jonathan crowned head. Maybe somebody's going to have a problem with that. Yeah, you might have two companies <laughs> with an issue with that one. MJC. All right. Wow. So here it is. Uh, good looking. This is USA Connecticut? No. No, this is Ecuadorian. No. The, the hard thing about getting USA Connecticut is I mean, you can get it, but if you're going to have a line of cigars that you're going to continue to put out that's not a limited edition, the problem is continuing to get Connecticut over and over at the uh-huh. same quality in small production buys. Yeah, the big the big guys are grabbing up the bulk of it. Yeah. It's going to leave you the poor quality. You don't want yeah. it. So I don't want to be in that position three, four years from now. So oh, I can't get it. I got to go to Ecuador. I'm just going to start with Ecuador right out of the gate. There we go. Ecuador. And, and what do we have inside? Nicaragua. Just Nicaragua. Yeah, that's it. So Nicaraguan blend filler yep. and binder and an Ecuadorian shade. Good looking Ecuadorian shade huh? wrapper. And here we go. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo 
cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. They lowered their prices, folks at Perdomo. Perdomo, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And we will cut. Is, uh, are they all going to be bigger ring gauges? Yeah, 54, 56, 58. Well, this is where the industry is going. So you want to know in advance what's going on. Which is so funny because a lot of blenders go to their palate. And I know, Victor, you tend to like a little bit of a smaller cigar. 48 is my favorite. Yeah. So you don't have a line in this or a size in this line that has a 48. You're going to what the market is bearing, not you're what not the palate is. And you're not even a Connecticut guy, really, right? You don't like the... Not really. Yeah. I mean, not, well, I wouldn't say I'm not a Connecticut guy. I mean, I love smoking Connecticut shade, but it's not my go-to. Yeah. You know, I'm more of a sun-grown. So the cold drawer on this, to me, tastes like Trey Leches. Well, right. like that. Trey Leche. Why don't you talk in English over there? Milk? Three milk. Three milks. Yep. It's condensed, evaporated, and whole milk. And it's a dessert. Chuck, it's great to have you back. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to light our cigar right now. And uh, the folk the, from Vector uh, brought us this one. What do we have here? This is the Vertigo, not Vector. Oh, I'm sorry. Different, Jeez, different I'm sorry. advertiser. Uh, this is the Vertigo, Vertigo. Vortex. And uh, we use this one a lot but because we keep, continue to get shipments of them because they're selling so because quickly. they sell so well. So we just got another shipment, and every time I get a new shipment, it ends up being the one that has the biggest pile. And then I say, you know what? Let's go with this fourteen ninety nine beauty. Huge tank on it. I understand the people from, uh, from Vertigo will be up to see us uh, in December. In December. I got, I got a call. They're spending the day with us. Yes. On the floor and show. Hang showing. out in Nashua and show people lighters. Wow, there's a lot of flavor on this right off the bat. I think I have to buy one of these lighters. They're it's, great. It really is. You know, I, I don't own a Vertigo lighter yet. but I, Oh, you, know, you don't? No. All the kids are doing it. You know, you know, you know it's funny. And I, and I watch the show every week, and you guys are just blasting it, right? And I'm just like, oh, I got to get one. I got to get one. I got to get one. Now, why does that happen? Why is it taking me so long? I have no idea because they're piled up. They sell every day. And uh, I'll tell you this. Amounts. And this is not an official statement from them, but I'm going to tell you personal use. I fly with this all the time. And there's something about the shape. It does not get picked up as a lighter. The tank is less than two ounces. It just looks like a shampoo bottle that has a goofy bottom. So when they look at it on the thing, I've never once had them pull it out. Sitting right next to it in my bag was a corkscrew. The whole air put shut down so they could find the corkscrew right next to my full butane lighter. It reminds me more of a plug. So this is the one I buy. Is that what you're saying? That's I'm going to go down Very here and get one. the one. Pause there. Uncomfortable the one. pause. <laughs> Beasley got the joke. I know. We all the whole, the whole country got the friggin' joke. We're just we, pretending it didn't happen. Yeah, we're just ignoring you. This, I'm, you know, I've lost the taste for Connecticut cigars. I don't really hide that. Like Dave, I think at one point you lost the flavor for Maduros. Yeah. This is actually. I just, a, I just hate all that fake Maduro stuff. When you got an authentic, real Maduro, a real aged product that ended up going through the correct process, the, the uh, legitimate process. I like it, but there's so much phony stuff going on that they're uh, b- basically staining them, painting them, whatever word you want to say. Stop that, guys. How about 2015? You stop this ridiculous thing. There's no rush. 
Take your time. Do it right. It tastes so much better if you do it the right way. Now, Shade Grown mm-hmm. tends to have a little bit of a dry component to it, taste-wise. But the interesting thing about this is I'm picking up some of the dryness, but also some sweetness on the other side, as though it were a Maduro. Could it be possible that there's some sort of Maduro process going on maybe to the binder or the filler tobaccos? What, what's that sweetness I'm picking no, up? No, but, you know, it depends on where you get the tobacco from. Nicaragua tobacco tends to be somewhat sweet, even though you're not using, you know, the uh, thicker, coarser Maduro sure. variety. Um, so, really, you're just tasting the filler, just a blend. To, you know, kind of compensate. I, I really don't want it to be dry Connecticut like you're talking about. That yep. really wasn't the overall goal. To me, you have you have traditional Connecticut, which would be like Romeo and Macanudo, and then you have the New Age Connecticut, which would be what uh, the uh, Pepin Company put out uh, okay. just recently, which is more of a fuller-bodied Connecticut. My goal is to kind of be right in between those two with this project. What region of Nicaraguan tobacco is it all Esteli? Is there some Jalapa? No, in no, here? it's Jalapa and Codega. Okay. There's nothing That's really. The sweetness, the obviously. Jalapa. Yeah, because it's. You taste it. Esteli is too potent you? for this. Uh, you know, Esteli is too potent right. for, a, for a project like this. Right. If I was looking to be more on that, like the, the Pepin end of the Connecticut, then I would, you know, get into Esteli, right. but. Not for this. For the other stuff, yeah. Well, well Esteli will bring more spice and more power to it where the Jalapa has that sweetness, so. Oh, it's good, mm-hmm. and um, I worry a little about the people that, you know, as a retailer ourselves, and uh, we deal with the consumer every single day, somebody comes in to buy a milder cigar, they're attracted to a Connecticut shade or a Ecuadorian shade wrapper, what they're looking at, and a lot of manufacturers are now juicing them up a bit, and then, you know, we try to recommend to the customer or whatever, they end up gra- grabbing one of those, oh, here's something new, let me try it, and they come back and I say, what did you think of it? Nah, you know, it was a little too too harsh for me, a little too strong, a little too, and they're usually disappointed. They go, you know, maybe over years or something, they'll get used to it, but, you know, that's the thing that um, a manufacturer ends up saying, let me make it look like it's mild, yet it'll be strong. Okay, so the guy that wants the strong cigar isn't going to go to it, period, and the guy that wants a mild cigar goes to it and is disappointed with it. Right. So what I think you did here is give them a little bit more than what yeah. they did, but in which they're going to be able to handle without a problem. But don't, um, in other words, make the package look like it's something that it's really not. And that's what some manufacturers are doing, it, and they're calling it new age. Listen, the, the guy that wants the full-body cigar doesn't even want to try it. Yeah. And this is what you're, you're, you're showing this to him, and usually it's unsuccessful. Maybe you say it's a great cigar, I like what it is, but some of these cigars you're talking about that are having this new age type of uh, Connecticut they're actually not very good in the retail end of it, that I hear the consumer unhappy with the product. Right. It's a good product, but it's not for them. It looks like it's something that it's really not. So you got some work ahead of you uh, when you end up doing that. Eventually, as years go on and people get used to that, but right now I don't think that's what's happening. To me, it's all about full flavor immersion. You really cannot have that if you're so mild. And you said Macanudo earlier, not to beat up that cigar because that is, has been a great gateway for many, many people to, to jump into smoking cigars, myself included, at a certain point, you realize that that ends up being what we call flavorless. There's nothing going on there. You're smoking air. So you need to be able to pack the flavor in without packing in the strength. And I would go on the flip side. When you have a Maduro cigar, the real winners on the Maduro are not the, the powerhouses. Absolutely. They're the ones that look strong 
and are actually on the milder side, maybe medium. Uh, the um, what was the Crown Heads release there? Uh, Mason Dixon North. That is a great milder Maduro, and it's selling well. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like the fact that you're saying you're calling it a milder Maduro, which really in technical terms would most likely be medium bodied. Right, right. So, you know, for me. But the you... filler tobacco that they use in it, the Maduro is the Maduro. That's right. it. We know Maduro has a sweetness to it. Right. Not when you overpower the filler. Now it's nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Creating that balance is really important because if you're blowing the smoke through your nose or rolling it or retrohaling, whatever the term it is you, you feel comfortable using, that's the full experience. And to me. Going through the full experience and having your eyes water like you just poured Tabasco sauce up your your sinuses is really not that's not enjoyable for me. Now, for the folks that that's enjoyable to you know enjoy it. That's that's what you like. But you know I feel like more people really are looking for that balance. Absolutely, I concur. Okay, so cigar aficionado uh, for the past ten years, I believe it's going to be ten years. Uh, this year's uh, cigar of the year for them will be there. I've been doing it for over twenty years, but they've been do- twenty-two years, I believe. But ten years ago, they started doing it, and I, I, I took to it. You know, they called it um, uh, the best cigars of the year, or some uh, or the um, top cigars of the year. And then later on, they just took it and said, "No, we're, we're, we're the cigar of the year," uh, despite. What I choose is the cigar of the year because that's what I called it. Copycats. Didn't, didn't trademark it was the mistake there. But anyway, um, everybody does it. They do, they, you know, every blogger does it. Every uh, cigar magazine does it. Uh, but the one that has been always the Bible of the industry, I would say by far the most attention that that magazine gets is when they do this. So all eyes are on them, and it begins Monday that Cigar Aficionado will put this out. And it's a countdown type of thing, and it'll take all week until they come up with um, what the the Cigar of the Year is. Right now, I'd like to go back in time and go through the past ones and see what we feel about it. Last year, uh, they chose Monte Cristo Number no. 2 Cuban as the Cigar of the Year by Cigar Aficionado. Mistake. Uh <laughs> Again, uh, I know Mr. Jonathan hates when I refer to this as the 57 Chevy or the movie <laughs> The Godfather uh, or whatever. Every you, time. Whatever you want to end up saying what it is, is the, the Monte Cristo yeah. number 2 did not come out last year. It's been out there for 30-something years, hundreds of years or whatever. But um, a, a top-line Cuban cigar brand that's been out there forever and ever, and here it is, the cigar of the year, like it's new. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not new. It, 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 Forrest Gump is not going to win the Emmy this year. No, so. with all yeah. due respect to Aficionado, this is what constantly has them behind the times. Right. Right, so. going way back there. Yeah, and, and are they getting different Monte Cristo number twos than I've tried in the past? Because <laughs> I know, right? You they, got those tight draws? Or you just, you I just want to smoke the ones smoking. they're smoking. Right, right, right. It's true. Uh, 2012, they, uh, they crowned Flor de las Santias, which is a Don Papine product. Um, and uh, it ended up doing very well after the fact. Uh, what well, actually, uh, they had come out with a, a couple of new things that year, and I actually picked the other one over Flor de las Antillas, but uh, that was it for 2012. Uh, at least it wasn't a Cuban cigar, and at least it was a product that came out that year, or thereabouts that year. 2011 saw Alec Bradley Prinsado, another one that was around for not 30 years, but it was around for a few years. And, uh, Wasn't the rumor that they had discontinued Prinsado? They were going to. Oh, they were going to, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, time to ramp up production. Right. And, and here it goes. And um, that then, uh, you know, what, what I find a lot of these companies do is um, 
you know, they got a second chance at it. They had a good run during that year, and then they start not paying attention to it again. All these companies, it's all about what's new as opposed to build their own brand. Yeah, you got a, a, a ball that's rolling. Why not give it a push? Yeah. Um, so two years in a row, at least products that we had on our shelves or could have on our shelves. Uh, going back to 2010, Cohiba Bihike. Uh, this brought a lot of attention to a cigar that had a lot of attention worldwide. Very, very high-end, something very different uh, on the Cuban market, and it was fresh and new that year, um, but it was a unreachable product. We could not buy it, and if you could, even if you were in Europe, the production was so small, it was a very limited product. Uh, I thought it was a mistake on that in that respect, but I'll tell you, here it is, four years later, we're still talking about Cohiba Bihike as, sure. as a top brand, so okay, uh, a, a thumbs up for that, I guess. 2009 saw Padron 45. Uh, Padron's been on their radar for years. It's always in the top ten. It's always in the top three. Um, it was number one in 2009 as the number 45. 2008 was a surprise to me because it was a lower-priced cigar and a cigar that uh, really uh, you know, wasn't a talk of the industry. It was a, a Casa Magna. You know, yeah. Where did that come from or whatever? Yeah, that was 2008. <laughs> And uh, a big surprise, and, and uh, you know, uh, believe me, they, they played it up very well over at Casa Magna and ran with that for a while. Uh, the brand's still out there. I, we don't carry it ourselves, we but do you, you see that out on the in, Yeah, you see it out there. there. That, the, the surprise there for me was it, I don't even think it was coming in a box at the time it made Cigar of the Year. Really? Um, well, you were able to reorder them in bundle format. Is that the way it was? Yeah. So the initial order came in a box, but your reorders came in bundles. Okay, so that's why you ended up seeing that. 2007, Padron again with the Padron 26, uh, the number nine, natural. With, of all things. Yeah. Um, Padron uh, 26, number nine, um, that. Uh, Just take my word for this. Yeah. Smoke the Maduro. It's unbelievable. The natural, yeah. it's okay. It's, yeah. It's, See, I'm the reverse. I enjoy the natural far more than the Maduro. As a retailer, I'll tell you, you Mr. Jonathan, you, you place the orders. It's the yeah. Maduro, right? It's eight to one. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, 2006, back to Cuban. It was the Boulevard Cuban, another old, old Cuban brand. Um, top, top Cuban brand, but there it was in 2006 as um, what Cigar Aficionado called the top cigar for the year. 2005, Opus X, uh, a brand that was out at that point, a good 10, that, years. ten years at least. Yeah, at least, 12. Um, and that was the double Corona. And 2004, Padron again with the 40th anniversary. So uh, this Padron, 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 uh, three times in 10 years. Now, this is interesting. Yeah. The Padron 40th wins in 2004. Right. On the 40th. That was the year it came out. Yeah, probably came out at the same time as the fiftieth. I'm just yeah, yeah. It makes, it's it interesting. Makes sense. But can can it's after they won, they've won three times, can they want win four times out of eleven years? Um, Is it possible? Do they advertise in the magazine? Yes. There's your answer. Yeah, but the Cuban brands don't advertise in the magazine, right? They're the only ones in this list that are, that aren't advertisers. Um, but that's hey, it's not Consumer Report. It's a business. It's a business. So uh, that just gets your, get your juices flowing as we talk through the show of, of what we're going to consider Cigar Aficionado is going to pick as the number one cigar of the year. And we're going to go through our top ten. And we, we have here with us 
every one of us has picked what they thought the best cigars, uh, not the best cigars are, what cigar aficionado is going to choose as yeah, the best yeah, yeah. cigar. So, don't, uh, so you understand that this is not what we think the best cigar is. This is what we think. They think. Right. right. <laughs> this is what we think, think they think, think is going to be the best. Not what we think. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's going to be interesting. And uh, I see the list in front of me. And uh, we, none of us have um, certainly the, the same list, but some of them crisscross. Some, some of us of think the same thing. Over. So we'll get into that. Right now it's time to go into the aging room with Old Fat Freddy. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes... Aging makes a great cigar even better. It's true. Just like Aging Room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our Aging Room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, when the president closes the front door on immigration, he leaves the back door wide open while he stands there with his pick in his hand. In my day, the president was a man of action. He stood up for the Constitution and defended the Bill of Rights against all enemies, both foreign and domestic. Nowadays, if the president doesn't like what the people who voted him in want, he whips out his John Hancock and writes his own bill. In my day, the president was John Hancock. <laughs> Nowadays, there are smoking bans, gun bans, and taxes on soda. In my day, we actually had the right to pursue happiness. We were cigar-smoking, gun-toting men that knew where our John Hancock belonged, and it wasn't in the back door. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like Aging Room Cigars, made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged, some are not. The next time you're in your local cigar shop, do a solid and buy an extra Aging Room Quattro and give it to someone serving this great nation and thank them for their service. Nice. Huh? Nice. Huh? You thought it was going to go one yes, place, and it doesn't go there. Uh, Old Far Freddy has a soft side. <laughs> that I do. I mean, that he does. But he has pills for that, so. He does have <laughs> little blue pills. Giggity. Yeah. <laughs> Giggity. So, uh, taking a look in the mailbag, the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Hey, guys. I used to get a text message from the show on Saturdays as a reminder that it would be starting soon. I haven't been getting them in months. Do you got, did you guys stop sending them? Signed, Louie. I don't know where Louie's from, but uh, yeah, we stopped sending them. What happened was we fired the text messaging company because they were losers. Losers! They did not deliver what they promised over and over and over. Constant problems. And just... We, we asked for our money back, and they said no. Um... Yeah, it was and a whole thing. You got fired. It was a whole thing. Did you do the Donald Trump way? Um, Dave wouldn't let me. Yeah. He made me do it like a gentleman. Yeah. Debonair. Very debonair of you. But it was, it was awful. It was a it was a it was a poor job and uh, that was that. So hey, lunch has arrived two hours early. But that's all right. It won't, it won't be too cool. We're going to stop right? the show right now. No, lunch is here. All right. No, but it's going to bother me that I'm, I'm looking at it. 
And they do it to you every time. We tell them, listen, when the show's on, do not put food in front of David. He cannot focus. For two hours, do it's going to be there. Not do you have it. a seatbelt on, And right? every single time, they, put, they find a way to put it in the line of sight. Uh, during so, a commercial, I'm going to get up and grab a slice. There is 9,500 other square feet that they could put that, right. and they picked the, four, the 500 right in front of you. It's almost like teasing. It's the, uh, so I want to let people know that anybody that's watching video and you just keep my, my eyes looking over there like, like I'm in love. And he gets that smile on his face and then that warm glow in his cheeks. My head churning like a little puppy, you know, when, when you whistle That's not all that's happening. There's some stuff going on below the table as well that uh, I don't know how his pants came off that fast. <laughs> so uh, like Bugs Bunny to who the is aroma. It? Louis, that's there. Um, listen, the show starts at 12 noon. As a reminder. Saturday. For five years. With you the, have a, with the you have a, of this Thursday. You have a smartphone. Just set it and forget it. Yes. Which, uh, how do you set it and forget it? So people end up saying, uh, you know, we say it all the time. You, how do the, you, you go to iTunes. Go to iTunes. There's a little button and it says subscribe. You click that button. If you get there and the button says unsubscribe, you already did it right. Don't touch that button. But if it says subscribe, click, the click button. it. And now it'll automatically go get downloaded to you. To it'll your, go right to your phone. To your phone, and you'll always have it. Correct. How about if you did it from your computer and not your phone? Same if thing? If you did it from, it depends. Okay. Now, if you're in iTunes and you have an iPhone and you click subscribe, it'll go to your iPhone. If you are in iTunes and you have a Droid, there's a whole other process, which is why I recommend against Droid. Yeah. But you can certainly go right to uh, the Cigar Authority on your web browser in your Droid. And you can click subscribe on our Podbean site, which is right on the website. Okay. Just go on to go. our website. So go to thecigarauthority.com, and you can subscribe in there. Easy in to here. do? Easy to do. Barry, easy to do? Easy to do. And right. there's some easy apps out there that you can put on your phone. I would automatically download it as well. I would argue, Barry, and maybe you'll get my back on this for once. Um, if David was able to figure out how to get it to download to his phone, well, I did the average it was easy to do. The average booger-eating moron should be able to handle it. I don't know. You have to go there. Wow! And, and with lunch here, you got to talk about that with lunch in front of me and everything. There's no need of it, and uh, that's it. So uh, we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we will give you our thoughts of what cigar aficionado thinks or what they will do to choose the best cigars of the year, which they're going to do next week. So we got a crystal ball here, and we're going to see how accurate we are because they have told us nothing. So, so we know how they think. We all going to look We think we know how they our think. Balls. That's it. And figure it out right here. We're here with Victor Vitale, and we're smoking a pre-release of the Tortuga, Connecticut. Is that what it's going to be called? The Tortuga, Connecticut. He's, he's shaking his head. He uh, has a microphone. He refuses to use it. It is radio, but he's shaking his head <laughs> up and down. Next year's Cigar of the Year by Cigar Aficionado. We're going to tell you what it is a week in advance. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try our 15th anniversary cigar. This cigar is made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Rich Habano wrapper from Ecuador, Nicaraguan fillers from our farms in Condega, Esteli, and Jalapa. This cigar delivers a lot of flavor, richness, body, and some spice. I promise you, if you've never tried the 15th anniversary, it's going to deliver all the flavor you ever want in a great, rich cigar. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Attic Out. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> 
What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next, how about good to the last draw? Uh, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? <laughs> Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet yeah, costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are... Oh, yeah, so smooth. And oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the Hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous, the light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Hi, this is Nick Perdomo. Hi, this is Nicholas Perdomo Jr. Perdomo Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. It's time to think Christmas. That's right. I said it. Not holiday. It's Christmas. And what better to look through when you're getting Christmas gifts than your Christmas stocking? It all depends what's in it. We're going to talk about that, what we'd like to see, and get some great ideas to put things in the stocking. But first, we're going to look into our crystal balls and tell you what Cigar Aficionado will be announcing next week for their best cigars of the year. So uh, that's the whole idea of it. Everybody's coming out with it. It seems like the most attention should be onto what the Cigar Authority says, but it isn't. Everybody's asking a question. I, we had so many reps come in this week and everything, and they say, what do you think? What do you think? This is the talk of the industry for sure, and uh, well-deserving. I mean, Cigar Aficionado has been out there for, for over 20 years now, and uh, it is known to a lot of people as the Bible of the industry. Uh, there's lots of competitors that they have out there, but it still continues to be Cigar Aficionado when it comes to the top cigars of the year. Uh, I've talked to manufacturers who have won and say it has helped them dramatically by doing that. Uh, it brought some brands back from the dead. We're not just talking about number one, but something that might come in as number 10 ends up coming back from the dead. Uh, they've, they've done it to uh, certain brands that have been discontinued and then all of a sudden they come back. Mm. So uh, it's very interesting what they end up pulling off. But in front of me, I have um, the top ten of what each and every one of us think 
is going to be their top ten. So uh, what I have uh, done here is actually uh, a little contest for us to do is we're going to get one point for each of the top ten um, that we'll get it. And we're going to end up seeing who can read their mind the best. So if you end up getting something in their top ten, you're going to get a point for each one that you do. And next week we'll end up uh, seeing what ends up doing it. We also have a tiebreaker just in case. And the tiebreaker is going to be... Um, Something that has never been in their top 25 before because they're pretty repetitive that uh, they come out with the same things over and over. We see on Padron that's won three times out of the past 10 years, uh, possibly uh, just as number one. Never mind, I would say all 10 years a Padron has been in their, uh, their top 10 for 10 straight years. You may have seen uh, Opus X or a Padron that's in there every single time. That says consistency. I mean, it's a good thing. I'm not taking anything back from it. But where is the new thing coming in? What's the new thing that's coming in? So that'll be our tiebreaker, and we're going to call that the long shot of something that's going to break through, and um, we'll get an extra point for that in case need be. So uh, let's start with you, uh, Chuck. Why not start with you? We're going to ask you um, 10, 9, 8. What did you pick for uh, to be in there? Ten, nine, and eight. All right. At number ten, I had Alec Bradley, and help me with the pronunciation. Is it the Mundial? Mundial. Mundial. Number okay. ten. Yep. Uh, number nine, I had AF's Don Carlos. That's okay. a tour for one yeah. Yep. And um, at number eight, Dave, I had uh, A. Flores, nineteen seventy-five. Okay. So uh, I don't know if it, was Flores ever in it before in the top ten, Barry, or even top twenty-five. <sighs> Top 25, yeah. Top yeah. 10, no. No, okay. So but they, they wouldn't count as uh, not being in there before. Uh, there's certainly been an Alec Bradley in there before. Toro Fuente, even Don Carlos has been there before. And Flores has been there before. Um, so uh, that's what we have there. Victor, you're awful quiet over there, so I'm going to make you next. What do you got? All right. So number 10, I have La Polina Black. La Polina, which has been in there before, I believe, and uh, a hot brand right now. You see it out there everywhere. Yeah, yeah, the black, I think, has been getting a lot of, making a lot of noise out there. You guys see that, too, over here? Or? You know, we don't even carry it. Uh, we used to carry it years ago. You, you were the rep for it. Years ago, yeah. yeah. You were. <laughs> and um, it did not do well at that time. It was made somewhere else, and I've heard they've cleaned it up a lot. Uh, I've had samples over the, over time and stuff, and probably something will end up bringing back. It seems to be getting attention. Who's making the black? Is A. Flores making that? Um, supposedly, I'm hearing all of their uh, blends will be done at El Titan the Bronze in Miami. Yeah. Wow, okay. So, yeah. All, all right. right, so uh, number nine, I have Oliva V. Oliva V. Uh, certainly been in the top uh, for them over the years. Okay. I think it's worth it, right, to make another appearance? Sure. And sure. Uh, number eight, I have uh, LFD 1994, which was uh, released this year again, right? Uh, yes. That's, a, that's that, a recent release? Yes, it is. And that, that is in our uh, contenders, uh, also a winner of our blind taste test where we had uh, uh, different cigars. Nobody knew what it was, and it ended up winning all of yep. it. On the as, whole thing. as a blind taste test, so uh, I agree with you. I agree with you uh, on all of them. Oliva V, uh, Oliva hasn't been doing much over the past couple of years. Um, 
you know, they need a shot in the arm. Uh, I know they're an advertiser there, and um, they haven't come out with anything new. It's an old cigar, uh, not deserving to be in uh, for the cigars of the year. Uh, but, uh, again, we're not doing what makes sense or what we think would be the right thing. We're trying to look in the minds of Cigar Aficionado and say, what would they do? I think, I think the Oliva V is one of the most consistent cigars that I've ever smoked, I'd say, in the past 10 years. And I think that, judging by what you said, what yeah. Cigar Aficionado would do, they seem to be taking a conservative approach to uh, what they put in the top 10. Yeah, right? yeah, they don't take a lot of chances, that's for yeah. sure. That's for sure. You know who takes a lot of chances is Barry. <laughs> Barry, what do you think? All right. At number 10, I have Flor de Le Antilles. Okay. That uh, did already win the Cigar of the Year. That and, makes no sense at all. And that, not, why would they ever come, come out with it? it? It won the Cigar of the Year, and then they would put it in again? The same exact cigar? Yeah, we've seen it happen before with other cigars making reappearances a couple of years apart. All right, they just um, so I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to show Pepin some love and include the floor. Well, he, mu- he must make fifty different things, but okay, we'll see. Listen, hey, maybe you get a point for that. You should get two if that one comes comes through. Go ahead. Number nine, I believe, is going to be uh, Particus Cuban. All right, yeah, because they they did Boulevard. We know we did uh, Bahique. They've done Monte Cristo. Uh, Particus is probably the biggest name. It'll probably be the Lusitania that, that gets it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> And number eight, I think you're going to see 601 return back to the top ten with La Bamba. Wow. Okay. So you're taking a lot of chances here because uh, those are but wild hey, cards. Dave, you're just trying to kick him in the nuts? Nah, it doesn't matter. I don't have it. There's no No, way. I didn't even think of that. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Mr. Jonathan, what do you got? Uh, I'm going Nat Sherman for number 10. Interesting. Interesting. A lot of play on Nat Sherman out there. And uh, uh, you're thinking on the timeless type of thing? or um, they, I know they came out with the Joel Sherman this year. They've done a lot of different things. It doesn't matter, but I'm, Nat Sherman is good enough. I'm thinking it's just going to be a Nat Sherman. Okay. It's all you need. All right. Uh, I'm, I agree with Victor on La Polina Black that it makes an appearance in the uh, top 10, but I'm thinking it comes in at number 9. Okay. And uh, I believe number eight is going to be Monte Cristo Cuban. Again. So, again, they're going to take their number one cigar and it's going to show up they're in the top ten again. Recycle it. I thought Barry was crazy when he did it, but I'm completely sane. Well, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's interesting. Put yours at number ten. Are you out of your mind? You're going to slide it up a little further. If, if it was number one last year, how can it not appear in the top 25, right? All of a sudden, it got loud. Makes sense. I would say it doesn't belong there because it's not new, but then again, they don't care about that, right. obviously. Okay, so there's your uh, 10, 9, and 8. I am going to, uh, on number 10, Elysion. Elysion has uh, been, been kind of quiet. You don't uh, hear a lot of talk of it. I mean, it's... Uh, Not a lot of talk, so it's going to be in the top ten. Well, it is... Uh, it is you know this is a contest. Yep. Okay. It's a contest I'm going to win. Okay. Is that the Fumar? <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, but it'll, it'll be... Uh, it is a... Um, they ha- have some lower-priced products right now, the um, Rothschild. Yeah, if you said that, like, as, uh, you know, best buy of the year or something, I'd be all over it. But well, I, don't know that it, I don't know that their stuff right now is making it into the top ten. I'm pretty you sure that you, we know what the best buy cigar will be this year. At least. Yeah, at least you do. Yeah. Uh, we but, had a conversation. But you know what this industry is? If I had a call this year, what is hot in cigars value 
is what's hot in cigars. Yeah. So it belongs there because that's where the industry is right now. So if you go back in history, like we just did, and went year at, you know back into old years, when you go back into 2014, you should see some value cigars because that's what the industry is right now. We saw Tatuaje do it. We saw Elysion do it. Yeah, a lot you, of companies. You look at their history, and they, they don't have a history of picking a value cigar as number one. Not number one. I got it as number ten. All right. It's in the top ten. Um, and and the, these can fit anywhere in the top 25. We're just giving our top 10, right? We're going to get a point if this thing ends up in the top 25. Uh, one point for each in the top 10. Oh, top 10. Oh, it's got to be in the top 10. Okay. Uh, also in the top 10 will be Opus X. One way or the other, they're throwing an Opus X again in the top 10 because it's always in there. Now, so why if they, would I not if they go the way that Chuck says where he thinks it's going to be Don Carlos. Um, he loses and I win. Because it's specifically Opus. Correct. That's the Fuente you believe Correct. is going to be in there. Correct. As an opus. I just didn't write Fuente. Okay. No, I went all the way and said Opus. That's fine. Um, and the third choice is going to be Hoya de Nicaragua. They came out with the Hoya de Nicaragua Red. And again, it is a big value cigar. So I'm throwing some valued cigars in there because I think they have to give it attention. Uh, they're going to actually look lousy if they don't do it because that's what it is. And if you talk to any retailer out there, that's what's going on right now. Uh, how do you not put it in there? You have to, you must, and you should. So uh, that is my 10, 9, and 8. What do you think? You know I got it, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know I got it I, so far. I, I, I can, Not only am I just reading it out, I'm explaining to you I can why. See, I can see where you're coming from on the Hoya and the Illusion. I think you've lost your mind on the Opus. Oh, you're crazy. That's I, a guarantee. I won't be surprised if one day gets shut out this year. No, Really? Not in the top 25. No, and it's with all due respect to Fuente and, and, and the entire family down there. Just, There's so much good stuff out I there. I just have a feeling they're going to get shut out this year. Oh, my God. No, Paul Beasley says no, and Paul Beasley knows his stuff. Absolutely. You guys are crazy. Right now, it's time for this classic day in classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic. And every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? That is more where I came from, yeah. That's value, Choose baby. any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste. Maybe they'll put the that in the top classic Maduro 10. for its bold and spicy flavor. Or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, Victor Vitale, you know how it works. You've got to pick one of these chumps as your uh, teammate right here. Mr. Jonathan, Barry, or Chuck. Pick one of them as your teammate. Mr. Jonathan. Bam. Wow, he does it every time. Every time. We're a team. You know what, Victor? Because you typically are better at this. I'm giving you the pen and paper, and I'm going to either agree or disagree and bump you up or bump you down. All right. All right. Today is December 13th, and it is Taylor Swift's birthday today. Happy birthday, Taylor Swift. She is a singer and songwriter from Pennsylvania. 
Victor, you should know this. Swift moved to Nashville at the age of 14 to pursue a career in country music. She signed with an independent label called Big Machine and became the youngest singer-songwriter to be hired by Sony Music Publishing. She released a self-titled album that made her a star. Her third single, Our Song, made her the youngest person to single-handedly write and perform the number one song in the country charts. She received uh, Best New Artist and a Grammy Award. She was born today. Taylor Swift. What do you think, Victor? 1990. 1990. Barry. 1980. 1980. Shh. 75. 75. You're way under. 1980 will take it. It's 89. Oh, Barry. oh I was one off. What a Barry gets the point. What? You're one off. That is such one, BS. One over. <laughs> what? That is BS. Okay. This Very is to you, Barry. He's going for the high five, too. I, know, I thought, I thought we, we had, had it. Did we get a high five. All right, anyway. uh, Screw Barry Stein. High five for losing. <laughs> the number one loser. Um, today is Barry Bishop's birthday. Barry Bishop. That is Barry Stein's illegitimate bastard brother. It is not. <laughs> Barry Bishop, no, no. a.k.a. anything, anybody? Joey Bishop. Jamie Foxx. Barry Bishop is Jamie Foxx's Her- real name, Correct. Huh? All right. Born in Texas, he's an actor, singer, songwriter, stand-up comedian. First seen on In Living Color is the character LaWanda. He is an actor that has performed the movie Ray. Uh, won an Academy Award, Best Actor and Global, Global Award a winner for Music and Comedy. The same year, he was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor in Collateral. Uh, he starred in his own TV show, The Jamie Foxx Show. He changed his name to pay tribute to comedian Red Fox. Huh. That's why there's two X's. That's right. That explains it. His father changed his name to Sharib Ahmed and uh, <laughs> converted to Islam. But he is Jamie Foxx. And if you ever meet him, say, hey, what's up, Barry? That's right. <laughs> that'll be weird, right? That'll be, that'll be weird. It's Barry. Get a restraining order it's for that. It's Jamie Foxx's birthday today, Barry Stein. What year was he born? 1975. 1975. Chuck. 68. 68. We're going uh, 72 for the win. And you're all over. You son. You're all over. It is 67. Mm. Wow. He looks good. Seven. He looks good. Uh, today is, uh, this is going to Chuck. Chuck, today is the birthday of Richard Wayne. Richard Wayne. Does little, that mean anything to little you? Little Wayne? Uh, A.K.A. what? Little Wayne? Dick Van Dyke. Of course. <laughs> oh, wow. Obviously. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke is the actor, comedian, writer, singer, dancer, producer. Dick Van Dyke uh, starred in Bye Bye Birdie, Mary Poppins, Chitty Chitty Bang Gang, and the TV series The Dick Van Dyke Show. Also, Diagnosis uh, Murder. Diagnosis Murder? Yep. Uh, Van Dyke is a recipient of numerous awards in the entertainment industry. Five Emmy Awards, Tonys, Grammys. Just for the record. And inducted into Television Hall of Fame. His first name was Penis Van Lesbian. Yes. Just before. That's right. He changed it to Dick Van Dyke. (laughs) As we know from... uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. There we go. Chuck Morrison, when is uh, Dick Van Dyke's birthday? A.K.A. Mr. Wayne. Uh, 1933, Dave. 1933. And Victor? 1938. 1938. Barry Stein. 1924. 1924. We'll take it. It's 1925. Wow. Barry is winning. Are you freaking two to zero to zero? Are they helping you in any way? No help out there in the the, uh, peanut gallery. My crazy math. Okay. This is going to uh, Victor. Today is Sylvester Ritter's birthday. Sylvester Ritter. Is that Stallone? John Ritter. Neither. 
a.k.a. Sylvester Ritter, was the junkyard dog. Ah. Sylvester Ritter, American professional wrestler, died in 1998. Professional football player, best known for his work in the Mid-South Wrestling and the World Wrestling Federation as the junkyard dog, JYD for short. Nickname, the nickname Ritter received while working in a wrecking yard. Entered the ring with his trademark chain and dog collar. The music queens. Another one bites the dust. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Atomic dog. He had the sounds. He had the music. Uh, Junkyard dog. Regularly headlined cards to and drew large crowds. Made it big in wrestling. Junkyard dog's birthday is today. The late, great Junkyard dog. Born what year? We need this, 1945. Yes, you agree to that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Barry. 49. 49. 45. 49. 65. 65 is over 52, and that goes to Barry also. What? Three to nothing to nothing. What did you say? 1949. Uh, 52. Wow. Uh, Last one for. uh, We've been in the ballpark. Just for giggles, just to make a shout out, Barry Stein, you're going to go first. Today is the birth date of Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent, American rock musician from Detroit, Michigan. Nugent gained fame as a lead guitarist for the Amboy Dukes before embracing in a solo career. His hits coming from the 70s, such as Stranglehold, Cat Scratch Fever, Wango Tango, Great White Buffalo, as well as uh, the hit from the Amboy Dukes, Journey to the Center of Your Mind. He remains popular today. He's a whack job, but I love him. Nugent is noted as a strong conservative political views and a strong uh, advocacy on hunting and gun ownership rights. He's basically Beasley? he's basically Beasley's 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 Jesus. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the board member of the National Rifle Association. He's born today. Ted Nugent, what year was he born, Barry Stein? Cat Scratch Fever, 1942. 1942. What do you got, Chuck? I got 52. 52, 42? We have 42 as well. 42 as well. So you both get a point. So 48? Because it's 48 is correct. Easily, you get two points. It. Because he actually... Uh, you can do nothing with them, and may today. God have mercy on your soul. So this Classic Day in Classic History is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Whichever you choose, it's a Classic Cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Talk about value. Celebrate today with a $3 Classic Cigar. And that is the Classic History. And remember, if you're celebrating your birthday, whenever it is... It would be my pleasure for you to come to any two-guy smoke shop that's Salem, Seabrook, or Nashville, New Hampshire on your birthday, and we will cut and light a special birthday cigar just for you. Celebrate your day at twoguyscigars.com. And uh, don't come in. A guy came in last week and said, I heard you guys on the show. Dave said I could have a free cigar. It's my birthday. Yep. And that, that is true. Yes. But it's cut and light. Yes. We, the, take, whole, yeah, the whole point down. is you're going to sit down, you're going to enjoy a cigar with us, and we'll light one up with you, but... It's cutting light. That's it. So my cigar went out on me. Talking too much. Because I was talking too much. I was going through that whole thing. But, um, you can have a designated smoker when you do that. <laughs> so let, let's talk about this cigar we're smoking right now uh, before we go back into what our guest is here for Cigar Aficionado. This is the Tortuga. Tortuga meaning? Turtle. Turtle. Why? Slow. Uh, the process. The process takes a long time. I wanted to create uh, a name that went along with the process of 
It takes a long time to source tobacco, to ferment tobacco, to age it properly. You're to, in no hurry. You're going to do it right. It's nope. slow. And it also emulates a distribution process, which is very, very slow. Uh, merchants are, are chosen. As a young man, you're in this business for 20 years. You know it's a slow process to make it. You're 20 years? 20 years. 20 years. Atta boy. Atta boy. All right. right. So if you were to remove the skins off of both almonds and hazelnuts, and you were to create some sort of skinless hybrid freak nut, that is what Tortuga, Connecticut is all about. Barry, what it. do you have to say about that? Just admit it, Barry. No, I basically did what the Jews did to Jesus. I nailed it. Oh, wow. oh boy. Wow. All, all letters and complaints should be Hey, listen, I'm one quarter Jonathan. Jewish. You know, which, by the way, you say have to soak your nuts <laughs> to get the skin off. I will say this is one of the better Connecticut smokes that I've very had good. in a very long time. Very Love that. And do coming out in January to Atuga, Connecticut, 215, the area code of Pennsylvania. A tribute to Philadelphia. There we go. Yay! All right. So we're enjoying it. We're going to try another cigar, another non-available cigar in the next hour. We're also going to come back with our pick seven through one of what we think Cigar Aficionado will pick, right or wrong, for the best cigars of 2014. And while we're at it, uh, what you want in your Christmas stocking. We're going to actually tell you what you want in your Christmas stocking. You want your opinion? We'll give it to you. We'll give it to you. Uh, We have cigar news and lots more. So we'll be back with our number two. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hey, and when you're smoking your Tortuga, Connecticut, Tortuga 215, Connecticut, Cedro, there's an awful lot going on with this bad boy. Always remember... Keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be right back, everybody, right here on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And with that said, Mr. Jonathan, if the listeners enjoy the content presented here on the Cigar Authority, we highly recommend, we suggest, we encourage you. We demand. Please do it. Do it. Hit like. We are on Facebook. You can tweet out links to the show. Um, CigarAuthority.com is our central base. You get articles. We have our past episodes of it's the show. It's all free. Give us a little like or something. It's God worth sake. every cent if My you ask God. me. Don't ask for your money back. No. <laughs> we'll be right back with our number two right here on the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head-to-head. One man 
smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And wait. The authority on everything cigar. In. Get used to it. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> Good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus. Or as our brothers to the south call you. Hey, Zeus. We thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. (laughs) And Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No. No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake it back, gal. Woo! Shake it back. Do it. And we're back with hour number two, live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. In this hour, we have cigar news from Barry. We're going to get Debonair with gentleman Chuck Morrison. We have new cigars hitting the shelf, and we'll go through our calendar for upcoming interviews and events and lots more. But first, we're going to continue with our crystal ball and tell you what we think Cigar Aficionado is going to think next week. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week high atop the worldwide headquarters of legacy brands tortuga cedro cigars and we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking we insist we demand that you light up along with us you tune in at the cigarauthority.com where you can watch this mess live or catch the podcast on demand at any time simply find us on itunes or youtube where you can set it and forget it on both here we go I hate to put the cigar down, but we have to because we have to light up a second cigar. But I'm not going to just put the cigar in the ashtray. I'm going to wipe the ash off this, and I'm going to set this aside. You should exhaust that first, sir. Yeah? Blow the smoke right out of the chamber. I'm going to do the same. So that I can go back to this later because I want to because there isn't another one. I got to smoke that all the way down, get everything I can out of it uh, because we have to uh, make a decision 
very Christ. soon if we are going to carry this brand. So <laughs> this is this is uh, you're coming wait, out in January with wait this to make is December. I'm not going to have time to, to to make a decision here. And the, really, the decision maker, look at me all you want. He's on on your right. He's his decision maker, Victor. You, you did the right thing, man. There we go. You gave us advanced samples. We smoked it on the show. Take one of those, pass it down. I'm going to look in my crystal ball, and I'm going to say the odds are in your favor. So All looking right. at the cigar band on here, it gives me no indication of what this is. It's a dark cigar with an orange um, cloth footband on it. Tennessee Volunteer orange. orange. Is that what this is? Yep. The college football team, the state of Tennessee. The color orange associated with the state. And this is a Maduro, and this is a Syracuse. Maybe a a Toro size, a 6x50, I'd guess, around. It's 5.5x52. Okay, 5.5x52. Man, cigars are starting to look thin. (laughs) 52s look thin. We're looking at the 56 going, what is that? And that's another another thing, cigar aficionado. We're not going through sizes and stuff like that, but whatever size they pick, because they're going to pick the individual size, they should do the bigger ring gauge of it also. Not necessarily 60, but you don't want to go 48s and 50s, which is normal size cigars. Yeah, they're not normal anymore, man. Again, looking back in history, it is not only the year of a value cigar, it's a year of the thicker ring gauge cigar for sure, is what I say. But tell us about the cigar, Barry Stein. The Tennessee Waltz by Crown Heads is made at the My Father factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, and was a regional release for stores in Tennessee. According to John Huber of Crown Heads, Tennessee Waltz was the song that was playing in the dance hall when his maternal grandfather met his grandmother. He vividly recalls him whistling the tune throughout his childhood. It's a song that was made popular in 1950 by Patti Page and has been recorded by everyone from Sam Cooke to Otis Redding Which is this to Nora Sam Jones. Cook version right here. Cigar is available in one size and one size only, measuring at 5.5 by 52 and features a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and filler. The cigar has no band, but has a Tennessee volunteer colored orange ribbon at the foot. Not Syracuse, as mentioned by Victor. So Crown Heads have been out for a few years now, putting different things together. But I think they have finally broke through this year. They had a lot of hits this year. Uh, Unfortunately, and I'll say unfortunately, because they were limited releases. And it's hard to hang your hat on a limited release that's come and gone. This one was so limited that it was only available in Tennessee. We, it wasn't even just limited to us for a short period of time, but a short period of time to people in Tennessee, period. That was the end of it. I'm, I'm honored to have it. And uh, if I like it, the unfortunate thing is that's it. You can't, can't get, get it. it. Yeah. You can't get it. How do you build a company on you can't get it? Supply and demand, right? There's a lot of well, demand. But, but there's a lot of demand, but you can't ring that up in the register, and I can't buy more. I couldn't buy any to begin with. Well, Here we are talking about it, and I, we, we, we talk about different cigars, and, and we end up loving it. And some of the uh, of our many, many listeners that hear it say, geez, I'm going to go try one of those. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not going to get it. Think about a Toro Fuente during the cigar boom. You got the amount of product that you got. Well, they sold every cigar they could possibly make. They're a factory. But after that, they went into regular production. You could get it all the time. We're not, we're not talking about them setting the world on fire not as far at all. as huge Actually, growth. Barry Stein is saying that they're not even going to make the top 25 this year of Cigar Aficionado. 
He uh, is on record as saying that. He is on record. That's going to be it. the tape, and I wrote it I, down. I don't believe that to be uh, – it wouldn't be my guess at all. I say they absolutely make the top ten. Absolutely. That's why they're on my list. But uh, let's give this one a cut and a try and see what we like of, of it. Uh, this It's time to cut our cigars. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo – cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. They lowered their prices. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And I'm going to add to this value. And I'm going to also make a statement that Perdomo is not going to be in the top ten. And why would I say that? Because I'm a big Perdomo fan. Going out on a limb. You're going out on a limb. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, because you don't see ratings happening with Perdomo Cigars in Cigar Aficionado. Because they don't advertise. Mm. They don't advertise. Mm. And I I know that some advertisers, um, non-advertisers like uh, Fidel Castro, happens not to advertise uh, because he's communist. And um, his cigars, on. we have an embargo in this country. So he doesn't advertise in Cigar Aficionado. Yet they continue to put... Um, Cubans, illegal Cuban cigars in a U.S. publication um, and continue to talk well about them and all that stuff. But that's a pet peeve I have with them. Uh, I can't take away the success of, from, from the company, but it's always been my problem. And all the right. magazine this year feels like it had more of a focus on Cuba and Cuban cigars than in years past, which was just troubling and disturbing. Before you, you guys take your cold draw here, Victor. Use mine. I'm going to use a cutter this time. You know, right. I, I don't. I don't usually use a cutter, but I, you know, I want to do that thing that you do doing a commercial. Yeah, we got to cut out the federal S chip. So yes. before you take your cold draw, I want you to think slightly cooked spinach. Ready? Go. No. Bam. For me, I'm getting off the foot. Not at I'm all. Getting, that would be like a almost a grassy tasting yeah. thing. Not I'm at getting, all. I'm getting that other spice <laughs> off the foot. The spice that I cannot pronounce. Oh, really? Love you, Chuck. I'm getting that vegetal thing that Jonathan's yeah? doing. Yeah, yeah. I got to you know be why? Honest. Because it's there. That's why I am. And Victor has eaten spinach before, and you haven't. Well, I, and I, you I, have. I've been yeah, meaning yeah, to yeah, eat spinach. Say, yeah. I've been meaning to eat some spinach. I don't eat rabbit food. Really, you grew up on Popeye. You never like really not. No, no. 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 I mean, look at Popeye. He wound up with olive oil. She wasn't even that good looking. I like so olive oil. Spinach. Not the not the the lady spinach. olive oil, but hey, I like olive oil. And wasn't that like a secret message? That's how you should cook your spinach. Wow, in ah. olive oil. That's what I thought. Oh, really? Victor. <laughs> Vitaly. Vitaly. So we're using the Vertigo Vortex. It's a triple jet, big ass tanked lighter that is a tweener, as David like to, likes yep. to say. It can cross between a tabletop lighter, which it works beautifully as. And it also can fit into your pocket. Sits on my desk. Always Certainly does. Whenever your lighter fails, that's the one that works that's every the time. One. I have a lot of lighters on there, but that's the go-to one. It's standing up straight, like a proud soldier, like a and proud <laughs> plug. And it is, uh, it is there. And the amazing thing is the price. You're talking four- fifteen bucks, yeah. fourteen ninety-nine. Come on, wow. So, uh, yeah, I think um, the folks at Crown Heads uh, are really, really uh, getting out there now. Uh, there's a lot of talk of each one of their limited releases to come out. I urge them, urge them to get behind uh, one of them. At, at least, how about next year? You're going to come out with five or six new things like they did last year. Whichever one does the best for you, you actually turn into 
a regular production product. Because as a retailer, boy, you get somebody on it, and they end up loving it. Next thing you know, they, you say to them, we don't have any more, that's it. And the guy's like, really? I like that cigar. I got a few last time I came in. They were great. I want more. Oh, I don't have any more, that's it. Go somewhere else. I don't come out and say it, but that's what I'm saying. Go somewhere right. else and look. And they're out there looking around, and then the next thing you know, nobody's got any left, and the guy comes back in, and he's not happy. He's not a happy guy. The answer is to do and I, this is what I like about Victor. He has a set, and he puts out regular stuff. He takes his time. He's building a company, building he a brand. He ages the product. It comes out. It's good every time. It's consistent from box to box. There's plenty of tobacco. You can source the right amount. I mean, you, you have as much as you need, I would imagine. Am I missing something, Victor? Well, as I said, and I'm, I'm the worst cigar store customer in the world. I agree. I love tracking down the new releases, the limited editions. It becomes a game at that point. Does it help the cigar store? No. No. But Does it help I mean, the brand? I think it creates a buzz and an interest around the brand. I mean, Las Calaveras did so well you know, for them last year that everybody was talking I was making my depo- I was making my deposits yesterday, Friday, and I said, I'd like to deposit all these buzzes into the bank account. <laughs> and they said, what? And I said, this is a buzz about all these cigars. I can't sell any of them. Well, based on Las Calaveras, last, the yeah. release last year, I bet you a lot of retailers order heavy because the cigar did so well. Of next year. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a different blend and everything, but I still get people reaching out to me on Twitter asking if we have it. Well, the problem is that everybody has a very short attention span, Mm -hmm. a short memory, and a year from now, they're going to forget what that is. The consumer's going to forget what it is. And And, all we have this from last year and stuff, and the guys looks, they don't remember. And not an average guy. Not everybody's a geek like us. Right, the cigar geek. And not not to mention, it's not like the guys that are seeking out Las Calaveras right now are hitting you up on Twitter so they can buy 10 boxes of them. They want to buy a single or maybe one to smoke now and one to age. Mm. The unfortunate reality is that limited editions – are not good for, in my opinion, the industry. They're not good for the cigar maker. And they're not really good for the consumer because you can't buy them by the box. They run out too quick. And they don't let you buy all you can. I'm liking the cigar. It's pretty full-bodied, but very well-made, very good cigar. All right, you know what? Give me 20 boxes of these. Eh, none. None. All right, what's next? We're gonna keep and, and we don't even get samples of the limited release in advance to know if... We don't know to, to buy it heavy. Now you've got to take a gamble. Mm. Nobody's batting a 1,000. You've got some winners. You've well, got some You've got to take a gamble on a company that's got a year and a half in on limited releases. Eh. Eh. I don't know. I mean, their two best releases nervous. last year were both limited editions, in my personal opinion, and it was the TAA and the Las Calaveras. The Mason-Dixon, you can argue whether it's been hit or miss. I mean, it was a hit on the north, I it, think. The northern we did very well with. The southern um, twoguyscigars.com so still has in stock. We don't have northern left? We do, but in much smaller numbers. Yeah, yeah. It's probably, so, it's probably at least three to one in sales. Okay. Well, we were only supposed to get the north anyway, but you know us. We had to get the one we can't have because <laughs> that's with, we're a bigger geek as you are than listening to the show, believe me. So we, we can't get enough of it. All right, let's continue. Let's continue what we think Cigar Aficionado is going to do in their top ten. Uh, and let's go to 765. Victor, we're going to go right to you. 765. What do you think? All right, so uh, Cohiba Edición Limitada 2014. Cuban. Cuban. Okay, another Cuban. So that uh, was uh, made exclusively for uh, uh, London... Uh, England. England, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just, just Limited for, uh, release Cuban. 
Yeah. Not only can you not get it, <coughs> you can't get it Cuban, anywhere, but, but England. For Just a for short England. time. And then, and, Just in the red coats. Yeah, and, you know, you end up, by the time the magazine comes out, and people are looking at it when the magazine finally comes out in January, February, whenever they're going to release the magazine filled with it, people are going to read it. Wow, I'd like to go get this. Oh, it's illegal to begin with. Oh, but I am traveling abroad. Let me go. Next time I'm in such and such, I'm in France, I'm going to go get it. Oh, no, this is just for England. Oh, I'll be in England in May. You yeah. go to May, there are none. It's such a waste. So what you're saying is it's a perfect candidate. <laughs> it's a perfect <laughs> yes. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed yeah. it. So actually, good guess because it's, ridi- it's a ridiculous guess. All right, cancel your plane <laughs> ticket now. There we go. What uh, else you got? Next is the uh, Davidoff, the new Winston Churchill. Ah. Well, now, how can that be? Because it's not even out yet. We don't, not. we don't even have a sample. February 2015 is the scheduled release date. Right? So uh, actually, good candidate because <laughs> right. actually nobody can get this. I'm on to something you're but saying? Although, <laughs> because it's ridiculous. <laughs> and you know, that, you know that there's going to be a Winston Churchill ad in the magazine. So. Yeah, but the cigar isn't even out yet. There is no sample. The cigar, they, 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 smoked it. Uh, they smoked it. You smoked it? No, they did. Aficionado did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Why would they send it to us? Because we're giant yes. Davidoff dealers. Why would we even get a sample of this? How many cigars does Cigar Aficionado buy from? Uh, They're supposed to buy them according to Davidoff. the thing they go through. Yeah, I know two, two of the stores they actually purchase them. Really? So okay. I'll give them credit for that. Okay. I've seen them walk in and buy a couple of boxes, and I'm like, oh, that's going to be in a future issue. Well, I've been yeah, in business. I'm going to tell you this. We're not going to buy a couple of boxes of the new Winston right. Churchill. I've been in business. I was in business eight years before Cigar Aficionado, even the publication even came out. And. In the 20-something years that they're in business right now, they have never bought a cigar from me. Never. Never, never, never. And they buy cigars. That's what they do, every single issue. But they've never bought from me. I bought from them all these years, but they've never bought from me. There's no reciprocity there. None. So number five for you, Victor? The HR. Oh, that's Hiroshi Robanya. This is uh, Cumacon. What is it called? Cubanacon. Cubanacon. Another cigar that is it's just coming out now. Just coming out. Very, very tough to get. Yeah. Is it Cuban? It isn't. No. Hiroshi Robanya is the grandson of, or great-grandson of... Uh, lives in Cuba. Uh, Alessandro Robanya lives in Cuba. I think it's his grandson. Yeah. yeah. He does live in Cuba. Has a brand with Nicaraguan tobacco. Which is remarkable. But lives in Cuba. Lives in Cuba. Yeah. Like um, Nelson Alfonso. So, uh, how, how are they, they they're making money or whatever? The wheels uh, are turning. Yeah. <laughs> Another good guess because yeah. it's ridiculous. He's going to run the table. No. It, it, yeah. It, 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 neither of them can be in there. Can be in there. Be- that Listen, means it's in. Next week's yeah, week show, one number two. Next week's show, we're going to talk about why everything is wrong. And if those are in there, those are wrong oh. guesses. They, not that they're wrong guesses. Again, we're trying to think inside their minds of it. Uh, they would be bad choices, in my opinion, but a good choice for you, uh, nevertheless. It, it's a great story. They want to talk about it. Why not put the thing in there and get the story going? Uh, is that where you're going with this? I'm just guessing. Just guessing? Just guessing. Guessing what they would guess, right? Isn't that what I'm guessing, guessing what, what they, would, they guess. would guess? That's what we're guessing. Okay, Barry Stein, what are you guessing? At number seven, I have the Abe Flores, 1975. At number six, I have... Yeah, that was already mentioned, so okay. At number six, I have Achilles Hericos from Kuvari. 
Okay, Kuavari. Uh, they they were in before, yeah. um, and I'll tell you the about Buena that. Ventura. Yeah, we we have discontinued the lines only because we can't get them, and that's another one. Their boxes are ten. We order a whole bunch. They never come in. Yeah. How do you run a business? Always have had distribution problems since day. Yeah, yeah. So another another good choice. <laughs> and number five is the Romeo eighteen seventy five. That's a new uh, Dominican Romeo. The new, new Romeo, yes. Okay. Is that Romeo? No, that was last year. Okay. This is the one that has kind of a more of a white background than a red background. Gotcha. Have you smoked it? I had one. Yeah? It was it was fairly good. All right. Really good, and it's going to be in the top ten, right? <laughs> yeah. Scored high in Insider, so. Oh, all right. They scored it high in, in their own publication. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Mr. Jonathan, what do you got? I'm going to go Tatuaje. There's going to be a Tatuaje at number seven. Something from them. Yeah. Do I get double points if I have the actual order? Well, did they come? Did they uh, come out with anything this year? Tattoo? Tattoo. tattoo. Would that count? It's not a tatuaje. Uh, I would like to expand my selection to include tattoo, if I may, since they're the same word. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, Ashton VSG. Uh, old brand, full-bodied. Yeah. Uh, Ashton it's been has been 10 years, yeah. so therefore it has every right to be in this <laughs> year's cigar <laughs> right. year. Uh, and then also uh, by those same folks, San Cristobal, Nicaraguan. The Nicaraguan. That's a new one. It's getting some love from them. So all right. So you're looking at pay, it, what they came up with ratings this year, and you say, okay, they've been rating these stuff. Therefore, that's probably what they're going to do. Is that where you're going? That's where I'm going. For some of them. Okay. I digress. We're going to move on. Okay, Chuck, what do you got? All right, buddy, I got Davidoff, Nicaragua, at number seven. Now, uh, are you talking about the new Diadema because that came out this year? Or are you going to just no. not, you're not narrowing it down? You're saying Davidoff, Nicaraguan. It was number uh, three for them last year. I'll raise the stakes. I'll say the one that just came out. You're going to go the Diadema. Diadema. All right. Uh, then we have the San Cristobal Cuban at number six. Oh, so you got a, one of them's got a San Cristobal Nicaragua, and the other one's got a San Cristobal Cuban. You're feeling me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, at number five, Rocky Patel's Platinum. Rocky Patel is uh, something that uh, is... Pulling for him, Dave. Yeah. Uh, you know, they haven't had a cigar of the year ever. And a uh, big advertiser, a uh, very popular brand. Yeah. Uh, mover and a shaker, I mean, deserving to be in there somewhere. Uh, it'll be a that, That's a good one. It's been around. Uh, Rocky Patel's decade has been around for a decade. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so what better candidate for the Cigar of the Year? There right. you go. Cigar of the Year. So, all right, let me look at uh, what I have down. I have uh, um, Cohiba Nicaraguan. Okay, so there is, a, there is the uh, U.S. version of Cohiba. Mm-hmm. Um, they came out with a Nicaraguan version. They followed step after Davidoff did it. They said, oh, let's do it for us. I don't know, just taking a shot, trying to think into their limited? minds and say, nope, not limited. It's out there. Uh, we don't carry it, but it's out there. And, um, you know, I look at it as a copycat brand and, oh, let me do it. But uh, I got to say, you're very big against copycats. I am. Of course. I, am. I, I like movers and shakers and people that come up and, and, and give put, put a lot of work and effort into being uh, creative. Uh, that is so uncreative. I of, agree. Oh, you know, oh, let's let's do what they did and just put it on our name. Okay. And uh, it's negative to me, but, you know, I would think positive to Star uh, Aficionado. Next up is Camacho. Camacho, huge brand last year. Um, huge growth. 
for starters. Huge growth. Uh, it, it is in every cigar shop. Everybody's doing it. It looks different. It tastes different. It's, it's got a lot of play out there. They came out with different versions this year than they did last year, which means nothing. I mean, they'll, they can go back to last year's thing or anything. I'm just going to put down Camacho. It's going to be in their top ten for sure. Uh, and also... H. Upman Dominican is another old, old brand, but they come out with new things. Um, and uh, The banker? You're talking about the banker? Yeah, 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 could be that. Hmm. It could be something with that it's name on it. It's not good is the problem with that one. I, I have to disagree with that you one. You got a 92 and Insider, so Ugh. that makes it eligible. Yeah. Based upon yeah, that criteria. What, yeah, what is their criteria? Has, 92 and above. It has to have received the 92, 92 and above. above is their criteria. Yeah, they narrow it down to 45 cigars, and then, and then you have to have scored a 92 or higher. Then they look at advertising dollars? Well, before they, that's not what they put on their website, so I'm going to go with what they put on okay. their website, if you don't mind. Okay. Then they look within brands, and they say, okay, we can only have one Padron. You can only have one Camacho if you got Camacho. So if they had two Camachos that were both scored above a 92, uh, they would take the one that was higher. So let's say Diploma got a 94 and the uh, Red Band got a 93. The 93 would be dropped, and they would go with the one that's the 94. And once they narrow it down that way to the top 25, they allegedly go out to a shop. They buy enough cigars of each one that is eligible in that top 25. They do another blind tasting. So they don't go out and buy it. Someone must buy it for them because if they went out and bought them, they wouldn't know what it is. Well, they say they go out and buy it. Yeah, so Clay, Clay, who used to work for Aficionado, used to be the guy that would go out. Oh, really? Out, okay. Yep, to one of two cigar shops they used. All right. One in New York City and one on Long Island. Mr. Jonathan, what would you think Cigar Aficionado would pick today for their best tweets of the week? <laughs> Brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigar that was built on social media. That's right. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. These are the best tweets I saw all week. I don't know about Cigar Aficionado, but these are the best ones I saw all week. Diet tip. Your pants will never get too tight if you don't wear any. Here we go. We got an answer. There we go. <laughs> Apparently, there is a difference between Hamas and hummus. So I've been avoiding my fridge for nothing. If Silly Putty had only applied itself. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> if anyone is looking for an unlicensed helicopter pilot... Give me a call. Oh, God. And the best tweet I saw all week, I sold, I scrolled so far back on my timeline on Facebook that I ended up on MySpace. <laughs> yeah. Today's social media segment was brought to you by Recluse Cigars, rolled N2 bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. And here's a quick segment. Because it always is. New cigars hitting the shelf, Barry Stein. Well, this week we saw one new cigar oh, hit the shelves really? at uh, Two Guys <laughs> Smoke Shop. And it was the Davidoff Year of the Sheep. This yes. $35 cigar is a classic Davidoff pyramid. Features a blend consisting of six different types of tobacco. And was inspired by the Chinese Zodiac. It has moved very well. It is almost sold out. So 
It's a torpedo. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool, but uh, high-end, but uh, it has a following. The, the year of the sheep. Yeah, but the year mm-hmm. of the, the line is catching on. Next year, the year of the monkey. Year of the monkey. I don't know. With that tortuga we smoked earlier, it could be the year of the turtle. The year of the turtle. Hey, is there such a thing? I don't know. Wow. When there I'd, is, I'd we got to find out now. Legal lawsuit. Lawsuit happening right there. <laughs> get the lawyers lined up. Yeah. Get that all set up. You're bound to be a nuisance case to them and, and get a little bit At of At least money. a nuisance. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah a little nuisance thing. Uh, it's time to take a peek into the asylum to find some crazy news. Let's take a peek. They're coming to take me away. Ha ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho ho. Hee hee. Ha ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats And they're coming to take me away It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Every wireless company has its fair share of horror stories. There's a hole in every contract, a catch to every deal, or frankly, a customer service rep that could care less. A widow from Cardiff, Wales, was continually receiving bills from T-Mobile after her husband lost his fight to cancer. Maria Raybould's husband, David, died on August 27th, but she was receiving overdue bills as recently as November 8th. The latest bill was asking for $202.50. Maria's son, Craig, visited the local T-Mobile store the day after his father's death to sort out the bill. And instead of simply canceling the plan, they asked for David's death certificate. Oh, my God. Upon returning with the certificate, the mobile representative said he would have to send a copy to the head office, and this could take some time. Maria, who was dissatisfied with how long it was taking, returned many times with other items of proof that may seem unnecessary, including a letter from the crematorium, funeral bills, and eventually her husband's ashes. Oh, my God. At which point the T-Mobile finally cleared the balance. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. They're coming to take me away. I I don't like this whole contract thing. We're we're having a dispute right now with our dumpster people that we tried to cancel our dumpster because it was time to renew the contract. And they said, no, you have to notify us 180 days in advance. Come on. It automatically renewed for the next three years. And I said, okay, now I want to cancel it on all three accounts. And we're going serious dispute. We're going to go to court. I'm going to go to court. I'm going to spend the money uh, to do it. It's so ridiculous. I go, I will not be strong-armed into this craziness that do it. Listen, if, if I have a customer unsatisfied with doing business with me, let them go. They're unsatisfied. Satisfy them or let them go. Having a contract that says you have to do business with me is insane. It's asylum. It's asylum. It's illegal, it sounds like. It is. But there's lots of little, little uh, in their contract, there's lots of little, you can barely see it because they use a small, small font and they use a light colored ink with a dark paper so that nobody can read it. Nobody does read it. And that's what it's all said. Or they sent it to you by email and you're going to scroll through the thing and say, I accept, which is how everybody does it because it's so, it's so ridiculous. And, and here's somebody, the guy died. You still can't get out of your contract. Even if you die, you're in. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and the guy must be using his phone a lot, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious. You know, no one's using the phone. Just cancel it. All right, let's take a peek through number four, three, and two. And uh, we'll start with Barry Stein on this one. Four, three, two. All right, number four, I have uh, Cohiba Cuban. 
Okay, so we got a lot of Cubans in here, we believe, is happening, huh? At number three, I think Padron's going to get some love in the 1,000 series and not the anniversary series. Ah, so you got him in there, but on a regular stock line of uh, value, Padron. And number two, I believe, will be a Romeo Cuban. Another Cuban. So you, you're figuring they're going to really go top heavy on Cubans. Yeah, cigars. three of my ten. Okay, Mr. Jonathan, what do you got? I am going to go a, lo- a little bit along the lines of uh, Charles Morrison here. I'm going to say Rocky Patel Decade makes it in okay. at number four. The Bolivar Cuban. Uh, here we and, go. And uh, LFD 1994. Uh, we've heard that already. Makes it in. Okay. Okay, Chuck, what do you got? All right, buddy. I have uh, Flor de las Antillas. Wow, that happened before, and here it comes again, the second time that's being mentioned. I've got Padron 50 making wow. a reappearance. Well, the, the well, 40, actually, 40 was there first. Yeah. Here is 10 years later. Here comes so, the 50. I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> and then we have uh, Hoy de Monterio Cuban. Hoy de Monterey Monterey, Cuban. thank you. Yep. So uh, another Cuban uh, pokes its head in here. Okay, Victor, what do you got? Opus X Angel Share. Wow. Very, very limited. Very, very limited, but there's an opus. Okay. So as soon as I hear it, I think ridiculous, and then I go, okay, good job. <laughs> exactly. That's legit. Yeah. Make it. Padron 50. All right. There it there is. Go. There it is. Right. I, think, I think it makes it, too. Go ahead. And the Veros. Wow. That's interesting. There's a new Cuban cigar that came out a little over a year ago, and um, Nelson Alfonso put that uh, whole thing together. And uh, I did have a sample of that cigar when he ended up putting that together. And, uh, and it's the redo, not the uh, old one. Right, right, the mm. new one, yeah. Not to be confused with the redo, which is French for reduction. Just okay, and uh, here, here I go with uh, the correct answers <laughs> to 4, 3, and 2. 4 is Nat Sherman. They will appear in their top 10. Um, they have uh, been giving them a lot of press uh, and uh, well-deserving press, if you ask me. Uh, for a company that doesn't carry their brands, but I'm telling you, well-deserving uh, uh, product there. Cohiba Cuban, another thing that they're doing a lot of talk on. I think they show up with, yep. Won't that go away in well, 2015? Well, Bahike will stop using the Cohiba name, is my guess. I okay. just have a feeling that that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, but regular, the, the regular stuff <laughs> sticks around until everything becomes... Uh, Bihike or wh- however, my guess is your crystal ball. My crystal balls, um, and I will give La Flor Dominicana 1994. I say they cannot put that in there. It must be put in. They go to La Flor Dominicana. Um, how can you not put that in there? It's well deserving. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the, the big talk will be if they don't do it. It's going to be like how crazy is that that they overlook that? They can't overlook it. I, I predict they, if they overlook it, we will immediately pick up a new advertiser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my prediction. Okay, so uh, with that, we're going to hold off our number ones till the next segment. We're going to go to break right now. When we come back, we got bad news, Barry, with some uh, bad cigar news out there. Maybe some good cigar news. Gentleman Chuck Morrison is in the house. He will get Debonair. He's live. And we're going to pick the number one cigar of the year before even Cigar Aficionado comes up with them themselves. They're going to do it next week. We're going to tell you in the next segment what they're going to pick through our crystal ball. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, What does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, 
simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid... a dwarf. Uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? 
Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Hi, this is Pete Johnson from Top Hawaii Cigars, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and we're going to get uh, Debonair with Bad News Barry, and we have uh, some cigar news. We're going to check through our calendars, and we are going to tell you in advance what Cigar Aficionado is going to pick as their number one cigar of the year. We have the crystal ball. We're going to look at it. We're going to go into their minds. We're going to figure out what it is. Uh, welcome back everybody to the Cigar Authority, but first, bad news, Barry. What's going on out there, Barry? The city of Irving, Texas, for the last couple of years has tried to institute a smoking ban despite it constantly failing to pass the discussion phase to the members of the city council. They don't even want to hear it. This past week, the city council has once again refused to vote despite the efforts from the mayor who plans to try again, again in January. My question is, how many times can one try before realizing it is not the will of the people to elect you? Because they want somebody not to show up. They want something to happen so they can get their way despite what the people. I know what to do. When you vote next time, you vote the bum out. He's not listening what you want. He wants his way. That's dictatorship. Go ahead. On December 16th, Pima County, Arizona, which includes the city of Tucson, thank you, will be voting on a new measure that will allow the city to prohibit hiring people who smoke. According to Boston University professor Dr. Michael Siegel, this would be an illegal form of discrimination. Yes. The city of San Francisco passed a new ordinance that will reduce the amount of tobacco permits in the city by 60%. While no one will lose their license, the current licenses will be removed by attrition. <laughs> this week, Davidoff held a launch event for the newly rebranded Winston Churchill Cigar in New York City. The cigar will debut in cigar shops such as Two Guys Smoke Shop in the first quarter of 2015. And we would also like to welcome Davidoff to the family of advertisers on the Cigar Authority. Absolutely. Welcome. And J.C. Newman also announced this week the release of the new Baccarat Cigarillos, which will be available in January in the traditional tweet, sweet tip format. No, that would not be J.C. Newman. Uh, that would yeah, be no, Davidoff. That would be Davidoff. That's Davidoff. My apologies, okay. then. So uh, the sweet tip format along with cognac and rum. Hmm. And lastly, 
This week, the following trademarks were filed in the cigar industry. These trademarks have not yet been approved and are considered to be an intent to use. Cigars Privé was registered by Fumari International, which is the parent company of Illusion Cigars. Tuani by Swisher Sweet Drew Estate LLC. <laughs> Tuani is a Nicaraguan slang for the word awesome. That's got to be the craziest thing mm-hmm. that happened this year that even you, you roll it together. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Each time you hear it, you go, wow. Yeah. Okay. And lastly, Epicure by Alan Paul Companies, the maker of Crux Cigars. Won't that be an issue with... Uh... That one probably won't be approved, even though it's just a size and it's not a registered name. But I would assume that a certain company will cry foul, yeah. and this might not be approved. Because they uh, they sue on everything. And they know who we're talking about. And that's the news for this week. Okay, next week, we are not going to be on live on Saturday. We're actually taping the show Thursday night, the 18th. We're in retail, folks. Very, very hot on a Saturday. It's going to be the last Saturday before Christmas to end up pulling off a show where we are supposed to be on the sales floor pumping these things out. We will be on the sales floor pumping them out. So we're going to tape the show on Thursday night. Uh, the 18th, this Thursday night, from 5 to 7 o'clock, with our guest, George Padrone, celebrating his 50th year in business. I don't even know if he's 50 years old, but his, his dad, Jose Orlando Padrone, his 50th year in business since 1964. Hopefully, we're going to have the new Padrone, the real expensive ones, in in time so that we can smoke along. I'm hoping to do it anyway. This is a very, very high end, around between five and $6,000 a box of 50. The price has changed eight times at this point. It's no way of knowing what it's going to come in at. If we don't have that cigar in, we'll go to the regular 50. But uh, I'm told by a, a birdie told me that we should have it in on time. Hmm. So birdie. The birdie. The birdie tells me things. Um, so uh, those that are wondering, are we going to be on next week? What time's the show and stuff? On a rare occasion, birdie. we have to make these moves uh, this Thursday night from 5 to 7 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, we will be on um, following that, December 27th. It's going to be this uh, uh, Cigar Aficionado's Top 10, uh, I mean the Cigar Authority's Top 10 Liked. We'll tell you what that's all about because I'm a little confused myself. In a recap of 2014, um, followed by January 3rd, Hanky Kellner Jr. will be in with his smoking jacket cigar, and we'll have him on there. So uh, while you are enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair, gentleman-like. And here in live with us finally after a couple weeks <laughs> is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. Gentlemen, you need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with Suspension of reality. That was a nice suspended pause right there. I dig that. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. By the way, did Dean Martin appreciate last week's uh, Gentleman's Way? He was not listening. Dean. He was not listening. I went home and I said, I talked to him. (laughs) Oh, we missed that part. Oh, my goodness. Well, gentlemen, today... We're going to talk about some gestures, all right? It doesn't take a grand gesture or costly display of affection 
to win a girl over. Often it just takes a little sincerity and a display of genuine romantic interest. You listening to this, Barry? Barry, this is for you, brother. (laughs) Despite popular opinion, chivalry is not dead. Here are five everyday gestures, gentlemen, that men can prove just that. Number one, and we've discussed this before, but we're putting it at number one, is to open doors. A guy who takes time to come around and open the car door for a woman is a keeper, not to mention a serious commodity this winter. And I know she's listening, so I'm a keeper. Within certain states, in fact, right now here in the great granite state, we're getting snow as we speak. Um, Don't be that guy leaving your lady outside standing in the snow um, while you're getting nice and toasty in the driver's seat. (laughs) Next up here, Dave, saving the last bite of food. They say the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. So when you save that last bite for your date, you basically are showing her that you like her more than you do your food. Lie I do to that them. too. Come Lie right to them. I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Number three here is to spend time with her family. A guy who shows an interest in her baby photos. Oh, God. Coaches her little brother on how to throw a football, Mr. Jonathan. I'm out. Compliments her mother's cooking. This is a guy who's in it for the long haul. They may seem like small inconvenience gestures, but they speak volumes about your intentions, and they make you a true debonair gentleman. Next up here, Jonathan, this one's for you, brother. Suffering through a girly movie. Yes, check it out now. When a man volunteers to endure a girly play, show, or movie, because you know that she'll enjoy it, you not only step up your game into the upper parameters of debonairness, Mr. Jonathan, you earn serious major bonus points. What trust if I'm me the on, one whining saying, hey, let's watch the girly movie? Trust me on this one, fellas. It's not about you. It's all about her. Last up here, and guys, we could go on and on, but we've got to save room for future debonair segments. Filling up her gas tank. Much like walking uh, on the outside of a sidewalk, this gesture will probably surprise her the first time that it's performed. It's indicative of a man who's raised right, and it's generally courteous, which is always a welcome surprise. These are just some of the ways that men can show that they care, prove chivalry is not dead, and can be everyday knights. Debonair knights in shining armor. That's the Debonair way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair? Enough. I got a question. Was filling up her gas tank a euphemism for something else? Yes. Well, I was going to say I can use that for the old Fart Freddy segment. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'm a failure. Laurie, I'm going to watch one of that crap you, you watch. I'm, I'm going to sit there and watch it with you tonight. The bonnet film. The good news is she's, she's off to um, some concert or something tonight, so I watch whatever the hell I want. Uh, okay, let's get to number one. This is it. This is what you've been waiting for. You want to look inside this crystal ball? You want to know what number one is? Barry Stein, what is the number one cigar aficionado choice this year that you think they're going to pick as the the number one cigar of the year? La Aroma de Cuba. Wrong. Really? (laughs) That's it. La Aroma de Cuba. This is the regular uh, U.S. version. Yes. Well, yeah, there's no Cuban version of La Roma de Cuba. Yes, there is. There is? No. There's, a, there's a Cuban La Roma de Cuba. But in, in other countries, La Roma de Cuba is called La Roma de Caribe. Did you know that? No, I did not. Huh? So if you go to another country besides the United States and you want a La Roma de Cuba that's made in Nicaragua, it's called La Roma de Caribe. It's not even, hmm. it's not La Roma de Cuba. Did not know Because they can't use it. It's like La Gloria Cubana made... Uh, in the Dominican Republic, in other countries, it's not called La Gloria Cubana because it's a Cuban La Gloria Cubana, so it's called something else. Who I cares? forget what it is. 
You don't want it anyway, but whatever it is. Mr. Jonathan, what do you have is, the, is what Cigar Aficionado is going to pick as the number one cigar of the year. All right. So what I did was I went back to 2004 when the 40th by Padron came out 10 years ago. And I said, you know what? That's probably going to happen again. Here it is, 2014. The 50th is released, and it's going to be the Padron 50th. And I'm going to go a step further, and I'm going to say they're going to pick the natural because they do everything wrong. So instead of the going the Maduro they should take, they're going to go natural. But I get credit if they go Padron 50th, by the way. I'm just doing a bonus pick right there. Okay, next up is Mr. Gentleman Chuck Morrison. What is the gentleman thing for them to do? Here? All right, gentlemen. I'm saying Illusion Fumar. Fumari. 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 For any reason? Because I like to throw Hail Marys, Dave. All right. It is a Hail Mary. It is a Hail Mary. Chucking it right up there. Hell All yeah. right, Victor Vitale, of everything that they have coming out here, what is Cigar Aficionado going to choose as number one cigar of the year? The Tortuga Black Coyote. Now, now, now it should. Well, With all due respect, if that wins, sir. I will do Thursday show naked. <laughs> oh, God. And then that would be a bonus? <laughs> yeah, why? That would be the we bonus? We should be the ones winning on <laughs> yeah. this, not you. <laughs> well played, sir. Boy, and they should. Wouldn't that be something if they ended up doing that and throwing some love to a little guy that could use the help? And yeah. I would be so happy for you, Vic. I only wish... Uh, unfortunately, that is not what I am going to choose. I am going, believe it or not, with Mr. Jonathan wow. on this completely. Padrone? And I say they take the Padrone 50. And we are bringing George Padrone on the show on Thursday because we want to congratulate him because that is what Padrone is going to win the Cigar of the Year. That'd be pretty much. So we have him locked in, and we get to say congratulations to him because that is what is going to happen. Uh, that's what I think is going to happen. All right. Happen. So in the event of a tie, okay. yes. somehow we end up tied because a lot of our stuff does overlap here. Barry, what would you pick as your <clears throat> long shot to be in the top 25? It only has to make it in the top 25 for you to get the bonus point on this. What do you pick? That'll be Senorial by Jose Blanco. It would have to be, by the way, let me add to this. We're going to choose something that has never been in the top 25 before. It must be right. in. So it's a long shot. You say Senorial. Yes. I'm going to say that uh, an Asylum product makes it into the top 25 as my long shot. Chuck? I'm going to say Room 101 by Aging Room. That's uh, not Aging Room, but oh. you're close. Oh, my bad. You're close. It's, it's um, Camacho. 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 Okay, Victor, what do you got? Matilde. Good Ooh. choice. Ooh. Good choice. Wow. Somebody's got his finger on the pulse of the industry. He's just trying to run the table. All right. David, I am going with B.G. Meyer. B.G. Meyer. That is a solid, that is a solid yeah. choice. I'm, yeah. I'm regretting not picking it. <laughs> that is solid. So we have down here, wow. as um, Barry says, three of the cigars uh, will be Cuban in the top ten. Mr. Jonathan has two Cubans will be in the top ten. Chuck has two Cubans will be in the top ten. Victor, how many do you have here? I have two. You have two also, and I am going with one. There will only be one. Hmm. There will be none be deserving, but there will be only one. Again, the choices here are what we think Cigar Aficionado is going to do. Please let me premise that by this is not what I think at all. I think a right. lot of my choices are terrible choices, but it's what I think their choices will be. That's the idea of it. We're going to give you the recap of this, hopefully, on our Thursday night show and who ended up winning. And uh, I will say in advance, congratulations, Mr. Jonathan. Because Thank you. you. You chose the same thing I did. So I think <laughs> or we, perhaps you chose the same thing that I did. 
Maybe you looked in my crystal ball. You cheated. I did not. I did not cheat. As a matter of fact, I was with Barry Stein when I put mine together, and it was he had emailed you or texted you to yeah. get it to it. So uh, I put nobody's into consideration. I did what I thought was going to be the right thing. So, okay, we've got time. Should we take a peek into the mailbag and see uh, what some mailbags have to say? All right. The following was submitted through the Contact Us page at thecigarauthority.com, and uh, it is Tim from Sarasota says, I've been aging cigars to enjoy for years from now. Here's the big question. Cellophane on or cellophane off? Is a, we could probably argue this for two hours. I say on. I say on. Victor? Cellophane off. Off. If you're aging them, yeah. I Bad. say on. It makes no difference that they're breathable. And Mr. Jonathan? Uh, I'm going to say that the... A large majority of the cellophane is breathable at this point. It's not uh, all completely latex. So I think for the safety of your cigar, you keep it on. But I do something a little different. You know how the, the cellophane folds under? Yeah. I like to get my finger in there and kind of work the cellophane open so that mm. moisture can get in there just in case it's the other kind of cellophane. Because you can't Stop. tell by smelling it. Victor's so laughing I, at you. Victor, you take, you take it off. I you finger age. my cigar before I age it. There we go. That's where I'm old going. Old Five Freddy, you got a thing there. The, old, the argument for Victor <laughs> yeah, has I to be the aging rooms in the factory are done without cello. So that's probably why you went no cello. Well, I, I have a lot of cigars in my humidor at home that are uh, exceeding 20 years. And I actually have some that I left in cellophane, and most of them I take off. But I actually just brought, brought one here one. for you. Yellow and, as can uh, be. You, you know, you just lose all those oils onto the cellophane. And, you know, that's something that I don't like. Well, but yeah. don't the oils escape anyways? They're just going to get on the cigar that's next to it. Well, they could crystallize, and then, uh, you know, you could either choose to leave them on or wipe, some people wipe them off. You know, that's called anyone. Plume. There we go. Wow. Do you, do you, Paul uh, Beasley. Do you leave the plume on when you're going to smoke a plume? I do, cigar? yeah. yeah do absolutely. People best. freak out, so I, I wipe it uh, in the retail stores and stuff because people freak out. But as I'm going around doing that, I'll uh, grab one myself. As, as do the, I. Yeah. Well, i, I got to say, though, if uh, – if you keep your humidity a little bit lower, you'll get less plume. It all depends on what you keep your humidor at. Really? You know, some people like 70-plus. I actually like uh, about 65% Me too. of my humidor. Yeah, yeah. I like well, I, do, I want to yeah. keep my uh, cigar lit, and I yeah. talk too much. So Way much too much. In Miami, I kept it even lower because you would step out into the humidity and try keeping a cigar lit in Miami. It's almost impossible. Uh, I'm going to quickly go to Cigar Journal, which uh, usually has awards every year. This is the first year that they're putting out their uh, their top 15. Um, and they have uh, 15 through 6 right now. CigarJournal.co if you want to see this list. That's CigarJournal.co. I'll sign up today. And I believe that they, <laughs> I believe uh, on the same day, Cigar Aficionado will give their number one. So will Cigar Journal. So they're going head to head, and I love this type of thing. But they picked uh, as number fifteen Davidoff Limited Edition Art Edition for 2014, mm. Aging Room Small Batch M356 mm. uh, as number fourteen, Benavista, which is. Uh, I, I believe Hochi Blanco actually makes that cigar for, uh, for Europe somewhere. Uh, Balmoral, uh, another, um, this is the Anejo 18. Um, I believe it's Hochi Blanco that makes that also. Gurkha, 125th anniversary torpedo is number 11. Uh, Padron, 64th anniversary Principe Maduro. It's been around forever. They pick as number 10. La Roma de Caribe. This is the European version of Aroma de Cuba, 
Mia Moore, uh, not called Mia Moore, but Me Anor, uh, because again, uh, what, they, what they're allowed to do out of the country. Uh, Fernando Leon Family Reserve is number eight. Flor de las Antillas. Interesting. Other things that you guys are talking yeah. about. And uh, Monte Cristo Edmundo. The Monte Cristo Edmundo. Edmundo. I think it came out. That was the new one that came out earlier this year. Okay, so that's up to number six. So they'll get their, uh, their last five out there also. And uh, later on in the year, as I say, a lot of bloggers and, and people are going to be putting their list together. And we'll cross-pollinate them and maybe come up with uh, that consensus or something like that. Uh, you know, what most people think, right or wrong. And then we'll, uh, on Super Bowl Saturday, we'll give you the real answer. Super Bowl Saturday, the cigar of the year. 21, 22 years running. We've been doing it for 22 years. We've got it right for 22 years, and we're going to continue that. And we're going to give you the real, the real cigar of the year. Just to correct myself, the Edmundo is actually a Cuban line. Yes, but I believe it came out this year or last year. I believe it's a newer one. Anyway, uh, so we got a couple of um, stocking stuffers. Two two weeks in a row. It's a week segment anyway, but maybe we'll squeeze it in. It was, it was something to do with some things that guys would like inside their stocking instead of getting the same crap we get. Each we like time. cigars. I mean, we can we can say that. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll squeeze that in Thursday night. Uh, we got some mailbags. They're starting to pile up. We'll go through some of those. Uh, we are taping the show. This Thursday night, December 18th, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. If you want to catch it live, go on to thecigarauthority.com. You click the button, watch it live as it's going on. Uh, and then Saturday, it'll get released out there for uh, regular broadcast. Uh, with us will be George Padron. Hopefully, I will be congratulating him on his 50th anniversary. Uh, We're going to congratulate him either way. Either way, right. 50 years, you know. A lot to be said about a company that sticks around 50 years and a consistent company, nevertheless. Less consistently in the top of everybody's humidor. There's no doubt about it. So congratulations, nevertheless, to them in advance. Remember, folks, this show and every show of the Cigar Authority is absolutely free. We charge nothing for it. So don't be asking for your money back. It's just wrong. There's no reason for it. For Mr. Jonathan, for Barry Stein, for Victor Vitale, I'm David Garofalo. You have been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing in this past two hours of ridiculousness, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be back next week on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Yeah, you want to know what Lenny Clark has to say about Two Guys Smoke Shop? Two guys, the Two Guys Smoke Shop guys are the nicest guys. And I'll tell you, sometimes you go into a cigar store, you really don't know what you're looking for. It's very intimidating. And a lot of times, people have a tendency to be arrogant with you, like they know it all. Not the guys. Hey, what? The guys up at the Two Guys Smoke Shop, if you're a first-time smoker or you're looking for a great, go in and see them. They'll put you at ease. They'll make you feel at home. They'll get you the best cigar you can get for the best deal. You can't beat it. And then whenever I'm in New Hampshire again, if I'm in high-speed police chase or something, I'll stop in and have a smoke with those two guys. Why, thank you, Lenny Clark.